Welcome to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Lindsay Steffen, a therapist at Wellspring and the host of today's show entitled Why Treat Trauma Early? So if you know Wellspring, you know we're big on treating trauma, getting to the root of things. So this is going to be an awesome show. And with me here today to discuss this interesting topic is Nicole Velez Alfonso and Yasmin Shamlu. So we have both of these awesome ladies here to share their insight today. Welcome, ladies. Thank you, Lindsay. Yes, <laughs> so glad to have you both. We'll have to figure out how to take turns talking because we're all very talkative. So we'll yes. try not to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're gonna cover um, all kinds of things on this um, on this show today about trauma and treating it early and what you can expect through trauma treatment. So definitely stay with us. We have some good information for you. So let's dive in. You have a lot to share, ladies. So let me just start with uh, what, what is childhood trauma? Let's start there. Very good. So I will say, too, that me and Nicole um, are some of the leaders of our Bounce Trauma Resolution Program. Um, so, you know, we've seen a lot of kids who've experienced a traumatic event. And um, I think one thing that we notice and one thing that we know is that when a child goes through a very threatening event, situation, um, something that evokes the fight, flight, or freeze response, um, you know, or even if they witness it, this can be considered a trauma for them. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of kids can go through a very, you know, what we call traumatic event, um, something that was frightening or dangerous or violent, um, and they can recover and feel well you know, they can bounce back from that. And some kids, you know, develop these symptoms, what we call PTSD. Um, and then that falls in another category that, you know, it's really debilitating um, and kind of hard to get out of without, without help and guidance. And there's actually changes in the brain because of this situation that they've been through. So the brain is affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually, we kind of think of your brain, it's an organ, just like your mm -hmm. liver, your lungs. And so your brain can actually get sick and yes. need attention, medical attention and attention mm -hmm. by experts who specialize in the brain. So, yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, why is childhood trauma different than a trauma experienced by an adult? Well, if you think about a child, children are very dependent um, on adults um, and they have very little kind of life experience to know that something bad, you know, can be recovered, you know, you can recover from it, you can bounce back from it. Um, so really, they're just dependent on adults for protection, for care. Um, and I think that, let's say, just quote unquote, bad events, traumas that happen in the lives of children um, affects them differently because of these things. Um, something dangerous is could be much more scary um, to a child and their body reacts to it um, much more intensely sometimes than maybe an adult would if they go through a very similar situation. Um, so they're less able to anticipate danger um, or even to know how to keep themselves safe or stay away from danger. Um, so it's different when a child experiences something traumatic versus when an adult does. Yeah, there's like no like manual to this, right? Like, we just don't kids don't know what to do. How do we I, 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 I even talk about this, right? And so it, it's just they're really lost in it. And they need parents to guide them through it to lead them to the right people, right to help them. 
Um, so yeah. Yeah. They're more vulnerable. Their little brains are more vulnerable. They don't have the life experience and all the rational thought that hopefully an adult has developed over the years. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, again, the title of this show is why treat trauma early. So why is that so important? So it's really important that we know and understand that the consequences to untreated trauma are grave. They're really, really detrimental to all parts of the child, the physical part, the um, emotional part, right? The physiological, everything is just highly affected. So we're talking about academically learning disabilities, distractions, unable to focus because they're not in the part of the brain that can think correctly, right? Um, falling behind in school, we're mental health issues, right? We're talking about high depression, high anxiety, self-harming behaviors, suicidality goes up. And then physically, we talk about things like obesity, right? Um, children with uh, trauma that is un untreated can have uh, long-term health issues like heart issues, okay? So so there is more than just the emotional piece. There's phys physical uh, responses to trauma if it's not treated and if it's not addressed. Um, and that's why we're just so passionate about it. We, you know, I, I want you to put yourself in, you know, you're adults, right? People listening to this are, usu are usually adults. You have some baggage, right? You have stuff that happened to you. You have stuff that, that bothered you, that affected you, even really hard things. Maybe parents have passed and, and just traumatic events. And think about those bottling up, right? Think about filling on that backpack with all those traumas. Uh, of your life. Now you're an adult, right? And I think of, you know, if I would have addressed some of my stuff earlier, right? I started addressing it, maybe I want to say in my 30s more than anything. But if I had had a, a, a place to go, a, you know, something like bounce to address some of the things that I experienced in childhood, maybe I would have done, you know, been even a better human, a better person, a better everything earlier on, right? And I wouldn't have had such issues with certain things. So I, I think of, you know, I, I want to put parents in that place of take the baggage out of the, the your child's life so that they can have a healthy life, right? Uh, moving forward. And there's not so much that intervenes in relationships and in all kinds of stuff. So um, that's why it's so important because we really, it does affect us in every level, in every level, if we don't address it. It's true. I always say the sooner you go to counseling, I mean, the happier you're going to live your life, the more fulfilled, because you know yourself, you know why you think and act the way you do, why you feel what you feel. So you kind of, you have a chance to actually live your life and make decisions out of a place of clarity, not making decisions out of trauma or avoiding yeah. triggers. I mean, it can affect the course of your life, who you date, marry, what career yes. you choose, every decision, how you parent your children. So it is absolutely it's so important. It, is. it really, it really is. Um, it's, it's really important. And Even thank our you, kids. Lindsay. We're responding to peer pressure. I think of that. You're going to see a healthy teen who's gone to therapy be much less at risk for trying, you know, kind of the risky stuff that teens might engage in because they don't need their confidence from that. They know more who they are. Their identity is developed maybe more than the typical teen is because they've really talked and explored those things. So you're really, yeah. you're lowering their risk factor for heartache, which I think every parent wants that for their kids, right? Absolutely. 
And when you think about childhood, like that is the foundation, like those are where your beliefs about the world are, are you know, start. That's where, you know, your beliefs about yourself. Um, and, you know, you notice with kids with trauma, they have mixed beliefs. They have, you know, things that don't even make sense. You know, when a trauma happens and they have a thought like it's my fault when it wasn't you know, things like that. And it carries on into adulthood. So if you can clear out those things, like Nicole was saying earlier, um, yeah, the baggage is gone. You know, you can think, you know, more healthy about the world, about yourself. And, and that way you can function better. Yes. Yeah. I hear that more rational thinking. Cause even that negative belief you brought up, it's my fault. Maybe a parent passes away and the kid thinks, oh, they were picking me up from practice when they got in an accident. It's my fault. And so then that belief goes into everything, their whole life. Oh, something bad happens, probably my fault. Cause look mm -hmm. what I did before. And so that it seems like, well, as an adult, you're like, well, obviously it wasn't their fault, but little kids or even teens, they're going to internalize that. And they don't have any other way to explain it or really yes. put it into that compartment in their mind. So it's super, super important. And it also, it's going to prevent things like needing to turn to addictions or unhealthy relationships, or even having more chronic mental health concerns throughout their life. I think I forget the stat, but I know there's some eight, I believe it's 14 if I remember correctly, but if you address mental health concerns by age 14, you lower the risk of a lifelong diagnosis. Mm. And I think that is key. Oh, we want our kids huge. to yeah, maybe have some struggle now, but then get to live their life a bit more free of mental health concerns because life is going to bring them anyway, but having yeah. maybe a chronic diagnosis to manage is, it's not a death sentence by any means, but it's just harder. There's enough yeah. hard things in life. So if they can be free of that, we want that for them. I always so talk to my own kids. I tell them, you want, you want the therapist? Do you want to start seeing a therapist now? Cause like we can, you could start now and you already have your therapist and you could go to your therapist, you know, like normalizing therapy, obviously, because like, this is an issue too, right? That stigma. Yeah. So, you know, if you, based on the statistics you're talking about, Lindsay, I feel like we need to start talking to our kids about what therapy is, why it's good, right? Early on. So when they find themselves in a place, which they will, where they need it, they, they're open, they're willing, they're, you know. Yeah. Yes. They already have that trust a minute. <laughs> yeah. They have that bond with someone. So when something hard does come up at age 16, 17, they're like, Oh, I can talk to so-and-so she knows yes. me. She knows my story. I don't have to explain my life and then talk about the trauma. That's a lot when yes. you know someone new. So mm -hmm. I love that. All it right. adds an element. You're almost empowering the child, you know, because trauma mm -hmm. could be so helpless. And when you when they are in therapy and they're able to work through it, they, they can regain that, that power back. Yes. And that's huge. And when, when we talk about trauma, gaining power and control back, because most of the things that happened to them were out of the control. So yeah. that's part of the work we do. Yeah. And I like what you say about just normalizing therapy. So maybe as parents saying, Hey, Oh, I have my, my counseling appointment today. Um, I, I'll mention to my clients at times like, oh yeah, my therapist taught me this. Let's try it. And like, oh, you go to therapy. I'm yes. like, yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> and I want you to know, because I want you to know you're not the broken one here. And I'm the really healthy, clean slate. I'm like, no, all people have things, including yep. your therapist. And we all need to take good care of ourselves. So just normalizing. Yeah, yeah, we all need it. I also, I also yeah. tell my kids, I need my space. My therapy session is now. <laughs> go, go that way, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need yeah. my self-care time, but I think that's awesome. What is there to be ashamed of? I'm so proud that I take good care of myself yes. in that way and can show up for others better because of it. So, all right, ladies. Well, I think that's a good point for us to kind of take a break. So, um, if you came and you're joining kind of halfway through the show, or you missed a few minutes, definitely go to Wellspring on the air on your favorite podcast channel. So Wellspring on the air, or you can go to our blog, wellspringmiami.org. So today's show is entitled why treat trauma early. So you can go there, catch up and stay tuned. We're going to um, be right back with the second half of our show. So again, thank you, Nicole Yasmin, for everything you've shared so far. I'm Lindsay Steffen with Wellspring on the Air, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Wellspring on the Air. I'm Lindsay Steffen, and I'm here with Yasmin Shemlu and Nicole Velez-Alfonso. We're talking about trauma. So why treat trauma early? If you missed the first half of our show, go to your favorite podcast channel, Wellspring on the Air, or go to our blog, wellspringmiami.org, and look up the show, Why Treat Trauma Early?, so we're going to keep moving through this. We have a lot of info to share with you. Um, so far, we've talked about what is childhood trauma? Um, why is it different than how an adult experiences trauma? And why should we treat it early? So definitely, if you missed the first half of the show, go and look that up and get caught up. But we're going to continue now and just talk about what can be done at home and you know what needs therapeutic support. Mm-hmm. And I think we mentioned, you know, all children can go through a stressful, sometimes traumatic event. Um, and many do recover. They recover, they feel well. Um, but I think it's important for parents to know and notice, just be very in tune with your child. Like if they don't recover, what mm -hmm. that looks like. Um, usually traumatic symptoms, and we can go over those if they last for over a month. Um, that's, you know, you, you have to start beginning to see, you know, what's going on there and dig a little bit deeper. Maybe your child really is struggling with PTSD because of what happened to them and they do need therapeutic support, help. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, so let's say that, you know, one of the things that you should be doing as parents is help your child feel safe after an event that has happened, right? After a traumatic event. So, you know, maybe they need more, more cuddling. Maybe they are more clingy, right? Because they need safety. Go ahead and give them that, right? Give them the hugs, give them the time that they need. Now, if you see that it becomes something, uh, you know, like Yasmin said, after a month, it, it continues or it gets worse, then that's something to keep your eye on, right? Um, yeah also really important after something hard for your child is to stay calm which i think <laughs> is really difficult to do for for a lot of us because we're going through right as parents we go through the a lot of emotions if if something has happened to our child if they've experienced something but the most important thing is that they're going to be looking to us to kind of see is everything okay and so you must reassure by the way you behave and act and and how you process it um, so that you do not kind of put on your children, your emotions and your responses. Right. Um, and so t some of this also means that you do not discuss your anxieties with them. You go to someone else to do that. Right. Because now you're kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, vomiting your stuff on them and you do not want to do that. Right. Um, 
And so they do, children do pick up on, on uh, anxiety and different things quickly. So you want to have your own self-care during that time as a parent so you can provide a safe and calm place for your children. Yeah, I think an easy example is that when you see a child fall and they look at their mom and if mom goes, oh, then they all start crying. But if mom goes, yeah. you're okay, you're okay, then yeah. okay, and they keep playing. I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I don't know, am I okay? Are you okay? Because if you're okay, I'm okay. Yes, that's yeah. such a great example, Lindsay. I see that often when the kid looks at the mom and like, Am I supposed to be okay? You tell me, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we model whether we react with anxiety and oh, catastrophe, or yes. if we're like, okay, yeah, that was, that was unfortunate that that happened, but let's go forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of research done after 9-11 um, with kids, the kids who recovered after that event in New York and the ones who did it. Um, and they notice, you know, kids who have a stable home environment, lots of love, that care Nicole was talking about, they recovered. They recovered from that horrific, like traumatic event. Wow. And then you notice kids who it's, you know, they're not, they're not in a stable place. Things are going on at home. They just don't have people to rely on that support. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's very hard to recover from something traumatic when that base is not there. Yeah. Which leads me into that normalizing piece. You know, it's, it's, it's okay to tell to your, tell your child, this is really hard. Like I can see how this can be really hard, like normalize that this can be hard, that this is devastating, that this is super sad, whatever it is, you know, go there and normalize it for them and let them know you're with them. You're by their side. You get it right? Instead of saying, oh, it's not really that big of a deal. No, let's validate. Let's really um, sit with them in that hard place, right? That's so good. Instead of, I think a lot of people minimize and they don't mean to, but they're like, oh, you're a kid or you're a teenager. What do you have to worry about? I'm like, oh my goodness, they have so many things to worry about now. You know, I think every generation, I believe it gets harder for them. There's more yes. access to things with technology. There's um, just things are more and more normalized and not so like, oh, back in the day, you would never do this. But now it's like they're exposed to so much through their phones. And um, yeah. so, yeah, they have a lot going on. And I think we need to validate just because they're not paying a light bill or going to a nine to five doesn't mean they're not facing really hard and even traumatic things. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. There's another thing that is important. I think that in general, this is just, uh, you know, but maintaining routines and schedules and just kind of continuing the normal way of life and because that makes them feel safe, that they know what's coming, right? They know what to expect. Um, and so just continuing that, um, that consistency in their life, because this has been very, whatever event that was just kind of was very um, out of the blue or, you know, not expected or, you know, so let's continue to give them some consistency to know what to expect moving forward. Yeah. Um, Research shows all kids need that. So especially yes. a kid who's been through trauma, absolutely. Cause they've had like the, the rug pulled out from under them, everything they thought was okay and stable. Now, wow, I never dreamed that would happen, but it did. So what else could happen? Yeah. Now, another good thing is to limit any exposure to the news because nowadays, as we, you know, we know the news has a lot of 
difficult, traumatic things. I mean, we are exposed through the news to trauma. And if a child is highly sensitive uh, because of the trauma they have um, just went through, that could just exacerbate their anxiety, exacerbate their fears. So limiting what they see on TV is going to be important so that you don't expose them to things that can, you know, exacerbate the symptoms um, and the fears that they may have. So know what your kids are watching, especially on their phones, on YouTube. I mean, that they can kind of have access to anything now. So we do have to monitor, have those parental um, like security things. I do, you know, I, I, uh, I do phone checks. Okay. I need my, I need your phone. And then I just kind of, they know that they can get a phone check anytime. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You go through and so um, another really, really, really important thing is everybody copes differently. Right. So you know, this is your, if you think about yourself, how you cope with things, maybe you shut down, maybe you need space, maybe you don't want to be around people, right? So children also have different ways of coping. And so I recognizing that some might want to spend more time with friends instead of the family, just because they feel like their friends maybe understand them, or they can maybe distract with their friends, right? Um, some might want to spend more time alone. So um, let your child know that it's normal to have all kinds of different feelings, right? Anger, guilt, um, sadness, uh, anything that uh, is going on is okay. Sometimes we can have two conflicting feelings going on at the same time. So I could feel joy, but I could also feel fear or sadness, right? And so it's okay and it's normal. Again, we, we wanna reiterate that one, if you pass the month mark, the two month mark, and you continue to see these things and they're getting worse, this is your sign to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always, a big indicator, I think it's pretty basic, but I tell parents, monitor their sleep and their appetite. Those two things are huge indicators for anxiety or depression arising. Mm-hmm. So are they eating more or less than they used to? Are they sleeping more or a lot less? And those often let us know, hmm, if there's not something medical going on, then likely something mental health is popping mm-hmm. up. Yes, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Okay. Life changes. Well, I want to talk a little bit about what God's word says about trauma, but any last points before we move on ladies about, you know, what can be done at home and what needs therapeutic support? Just, just a note, just a note that like, just to know that trauma changes, (laughs) it changes your life, you know, it it changes your perspective. It changes your body. Um, So, so just know that with your kids, like we were talking about the one month mark, like, you know, just, just know that there's big changes going on and you, you know, you really have to be alert and in tuned with your child and just keep track of them. And be a good listener. I think we, we as a society are having some serious issues with being good listeners because we have so many distractions, but if you only knew that, you know, a lot of what happens in our bounce camp is listening and and a safe space to speak and share stories that's powerful and so as parents let's be good listeners let's really pay attention let's have eye contact and be present to experience um, the feelings that our children are having and be their number one advocate and supporter 
I love that. Yeah, being in tune to them. So that means we have to put down our phones and yes. deal with our stresses and yeah, be able to be present because we've taken good care of ourselves as well. So, yeah. All right, ladies. Well, we have a couple minutes left. So I want to I want to get in what God's word says about trauma. So go ahead and share with us some encouraging points, if you will. <laughs> we live in a fallen world. What can we say? Like there's no escaping a bad event happening, us going through suffering, um, you know, but God's word, we can see, you know, healing. <laughs> we can see people like David crying out to God. Um, and, and God is there for us through these hardships. Um, and that could be very healing. I know, in, you know, in our bounce program, we have an element of like, where was God in your trauma? Like looking back to see like, how was God, you know, protecting me, guiding me? Where was he in the midst of the bad thing happening? Um, that in itself is very healing mm -hmm. to know that, that God is with us. And to know that he went through trauma, you know, he experienced really hard things and traumatic things. Um, and I think that in, this isn't like the part of the show where we are like, here's the solution. No, this is like the part of the show where you say, where you say, we have to go through it. We have to go through it. And in the end, once we actually, you know, go through the, we go through the trauma and then we, we fall on, on safe hands, right? Our support system, the people that carry us through the healing is how we're going to get through. And that's what happened with Jesus. You know, Jesus went to the cross and who picked him up after his God, right? His, his father picked him up. And so who's picking us up, right? And so that's what bounce is about. And that's what parents are meant to be, right? That's what therapists are meant to be, to be that, that place where you fall and you say, this is so hard. I don't know what to do. And then we start giving you some tools. We start, you know, providing a safe place for you to share and speak and let it out and give it to God. Awesome. And you mentioned the bounce program. So can you give us like a 15 second blurb? I know I'm really cutting it close. I know we are over already. Jasmine, you go. Go, Jasmine, go. I always say bounce is a one week intensive therapy program where we help kids get through um, a bad event. You know, we, we teach them, we teach them tools um, and we really help them work through one bad event that has happened in their life, one traumatic event from the beginning to the end. And our goal is by the end of the week, they feel better about this thing they've, they've healed, they've processed, or they're in the process of doing that. Um, and then they take away, they take away everything they've learned and they just continue using it in their life if things continue to pop up for them. Yes. So we do, we, we provide a lot of different tools that they can use moving forward and the magnificent circle of truth, the six steps uh, that our founder has created. Those are amazing steps that we teach and they could just do on and over and over and over and as, as life throws other things at them. So it's, it's just a wonderful time. It's an experience that is like no other because they are with other kids that have also been through hard things and they can open up and they can share and they can be encouraged and supported through it. Um, so these this year, we have two weeks coming up. They're both online due to obvious circumstances. Um, our first one is in June, June 21st to the 25th. And our second is in July, July 26th to the 30th. And the way you can apply is you could just visit our website at wellspringmiami.org slash bounce. 
and there's an application you can fill out right there and then we will you know work through the process because there is some assessments that need to be done to make sure that the kids fit the criteria for coming to our camp awesome well good i'm so glad after talking today about trauma and childhood trauma that we share something practical like if you need help if you or your child you're noticing hey we've been through hard stuff in our family we definitely we want your kids to come to bounce and we actually have a bounce for adults now so if you want more info on that that's been an exciting new addition in the last couple of years to our program so well we and have to Lindsay, really quick people don't yeah. have to wait to bounce to get into therapy if you want to start therapy now oh, yeah. for your child start the therapy and once bounce comes they're already kind of you know they already know well, how this all works and they and you, they take full advantage of the program Exactly. I've had my kids who I saw for therapy, then they went to bounce and it was almost like boot camp. It's like they jumped forward months of therapy in that one week and we just picked up where they were and kept going. So I can give awesome. testimony to that with my yes. kids who have gone. So, all right, ladies, well, we're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for today's content and just teaching all of us a little bit more about trauma and why we should treat it early. So if you join midstream, go ahead and go to your favorite podcast channel, Wellspring on the Air, or go to our blog on wellspringmiami.org and you can catch up on any of the parts of the show you missed. The title of today's show was Why Treat Trauma Early? And if you want to drop us a line, encourage us, let us know what you're thinking. You can write any comments or questions to on the air at wellspringmiami.org. It's time to wrap up. This is Lindsay Steffen with Wellspring on the Air because hearts and minds matter.